I have a question for you. At what point do you break? All of us in civilized society like to think of ourselves as elevated from our primal pasts, okay? In fact, we use Neanderthal and Cro-Magnon as a pejorative in our society, oftentimes forgetting that I believe to a certain extent, Cody, that the only difference between us and them of the past is really this thin veneer of society. Okay, just like all the bad guys say in the films all the time, like, you live behind a thin veneer. And and I'm asking the question, at what point are we going to break? Because we are noticing we're actually starting to get a shortage of food. Now, this isn't fear monitoring. I don't want you to think you have to go out and hoard by and things like that. But things have changed to such an extent that there is um, a lack of meat in the supply chain that's making it so that some Wendy's, for example, have taken burgers off the menu, which is uh, an odd thing at best. And it's not that we can't make the food. Okay. It's that so many people are calling in sick and so on and so forth that, that it's actually causing just the group think of this whole coronavirus, um, slowdown. We just have taken for granted that there, there'll always be meat on the shelves to such a degree that being detached from failures in food supply in all of our adult lives and being detached from failures caused by famine and pestilence and so on and so forth. Um, we don't realize the consequences of our actions. I've noticed in my uh, pest control in the family business that as we're outlying all these pesticides now because we want to consider ourselves green and we act as though pesticides just happened for no reason and the, the older generation was just stupid for having made these, quote, chemicals, we notice a huge resurgence in bed bugs and rats and vectors of disease. Now I'm noticing that because we haven't been thinking about how we're handling the coronavirus situation, there's actually a resurgence of what? Things we haven't really had to de de deal with since the 30s or some post-war eras of food shortages, food shortages in, the, in the food supply. So um, my question, Cody, is like, I think, what will it take? We, we've already passed, from a civil rights perspective, we've already passed what our founding fathers had the Boston Tea Party for. I mean, that was like a half percent excise tax on tea, all right? And, and we're losing 54.3%. Well, amongst other things. Yeah. We, uh, weren't, we weren't a sovereign nation at the time either. Well, so. well, taxation without representation. I mean, regulators are telling us that mothers can't go to parks. Unelected officials are telling us that, you know, uh, real estate agents in Michigan, for example, aren't allowed to meet with people that want to buy a house. There's home. There's people that have sold their house and were going to buy a house that are now living homeless with friends. But oh no, you're not allowed to be in a house with friends if it's not family members. So I mean, we've already passed taxation without representation. We've already passed the civil uh, discontent. We've already passed the taxation. Is it the food supply? That, 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 that will be the tipping point. So, so that's my question is, is Cody based off what you've read today, what do you think the tipping point will be? Um, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I would, I, I, it really depends on what you mean by that. I would say a lot of people have already hit their tipping point. We've seen a lot of people that are just fed up with it in many ways and people kind of going crazy a little bit, but also just a lot of people that are just done. I've seen, I mean, I was reading a story today. There's counties in California, for example. They're just going to reopen. They don't care. We're going to reopen. Yeah. I think the larger thing is we're Yuba out, County. Go Yuba. Yeah, but we're <laughs> finding out there really is no federal authority that can mandate counties make you stay inside. What are they going to send the national, yeah. uh, the, what are they going to do? Send the, the military 
to Yuba County and say you have to close this 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 hardware store? Like, what are they going to do? They don't really do anything about it. Well, and that so was I the danger. Of- we, yeah, I don't think there'll be like a snap or anything. I think people will just stop listening to the federal government. They'll just stop. They'll they'll just start going out. As you point out, people will just start going to farmers and buying meat from farmers, saying, "Fine, I won't go to the processing plant. I'll just buy them from you." But like, people will just. People will just give up on the things that are failing them and ignore them. They'll just say, "Fine, guess I'm not doing that anymore." We saw one of the the state of California tried shutting down the beaches, and so many protesters showed up. Multiple counties are allowed to open the beaches up. Yeah. People just said, "Oh uh, no, you aren't. Yeah. You can't just tell us we can't go to the beach. You can't just tell us we can't go to parks." Even though some of that stuff, like parks and stuff, I believe, interesting, right? Some of that it would technically be owned by the federal government depending on the state beaches wouldn't right but yeah. depending on some parts of the country there would be some land like well that. there are national beaches yeah. then state beaches yeah, so and then city is, beaches so there's <laughs> yeah. some weird stuff like that but i just i just feel like that uh-huh. it's long but i don't i don't know if there'll be a moment that because the country's so big maybe in regions i think the bigger thing we'll see is just people just stop listening they're just going to start going outside we, there was a bar that opened illegally in california and it was packed people just showed up people yeah. people are going to just move on and i think that's the thing is at a certain point, that's the what I think will happen is people will start just mo- they'll just say whatever, man. Coronavirus is out there. Yeah. I hope I don't get it, and they'll just go out. Because at a certain point, going out there and hoping you don't get coronavirus is better than the alternative. Yeah. By the way, isn't it really cool that right now you get to be a rebellious person by simply just going and getting your nails done? <laughs> like there's my wife has friends that just went to a, a bootleg salon. You know what I'm saying? Where they just sneak in the back door. I have friends that have gotten their their, their favorite booze because they didn't want to go to the grocery store, and they were getting their artisanal booze from a uh, from a bar that's just like, yeah, come through the back door. You know, it, it's just crazy that we're living in the time of the new prohibition. And have we learned nothing from the 1930s and prohibition that it doesn't work? People are going to get those services that they want, okay? Because they don't believe you and your ideological thing that oh, temperance is a must. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has to avoid the bottle, okay? They're going to go get it elsewhere. And so um, we notice now, and I'm sorry, I've kind of buried the lead on this. Uh, We can go over these articles now really fast. But um, we've actually noticed that there's some measurable quantifiers that have really actually hit our society that are are starting to um, to gain some attention. Like, for example, um, uh, actually, can we just go over these articles really fast, Cody? Sure. The... uh, um, Talking about this one fascinated me, and it was the notion that there's rural counties and rural cities that are actually using them being rural and remote, yeah, and being like, <laughs> like, 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 hey, you want to socially distance? Come out to where no one ever is. That's a pretty distance uh-huh. location, and we're actually seeing that pop up. We're, we're seeing a like, this is a from a, a, a travel ad for Wyoming, saying maybe a little more emptiness is what we. Yeah, need. I, sorry, I had a brain fart that, there because I was trying to read what CMO yeah, means. Yeah, What's CMO mean? Irrelevant. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's really fascinating that this notion that there is so many. Because I have to be honest, man, if I'm just me personally honest, where we live in Los Angeles, I love going to Las Vegas and they're reopening Vegas in a few months. And I'm honestly looking like maybe it'd be fun to go there and check out what it's like when they reopen. But it. would you go now if you could? But I go. Why right? wait until they quote reopen? Like well, because if- I want to stay at the hotels that aren't open, I guess. That's why I wouldn't go now. I'd want to gamble at the casinos that aren't open. 
But what if there was one that you knew was open and you could sneak through the back door and there was a guy that was going to be dealing I, the cards I, I, for it's you? It's not like that. It, in a smoke-filled room. It's less that. The reason why I reference that, one, it's close to us in Los Angeles. I can drive there. And two, it's just fun having all the hotels, all the people. All, I, it, here's the thing. Human beings, Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci, the... Yeah. He, he, it's, I mean, I've made this analogy before, but it's kind of like, you know, like when a general asks, like, so logistically, what should we do? We should use supply lines to get around them. Okay, yeah. what should we do? We should blow them up. Like, everybody has their specialty and they say, what do you know? We should do my specialty. Yeah. So him being, you know, from the pandemic. Yeah, he's the guy that says he, no more handshakes. No more hand, he, he's saying that every state should enforce mandatory lockdowns. He's saying, hey, maybe there's some things you just won't have anymore. Human beings desire to be around people way too much. It's not going to happen. Yeah. There's not going to be, like, this notion that, oh, we'll just play sporting events like without fans and stuff in the future. No. There's human beings yeah. like being around each other. That's why that's why we like going to these sporting events, these theme parks in the first place. I mean, Disneyland's not just going to never reopen. That's why movie theaters still think, exist. Like I said, I think I think the the breaking point is just going to simply people. It's going to be when people decide this: living my life with the risk of coronavirus is better than living my life in fear of it. That's what's going to happen. People are going to say. I'd rather just get in a plane, fly to fly to, to, to Tahiti, stay at the at the resort, hang out with the people, grab the same mug at the bar someone had earlier that day, and then fly back home. And if I get coronavirus, that sucks. Now that's obviously not where most people want to be now, and it's obviously right now a pretty big risk where it looks like you don't want to do it. But that's what's going to happen. People, and there's there's varying points. We've seen certain groups of people, like the beach protesters, right? Yeah, you know, he's a prerogative. You know what I mean? Just certain groups have hit that point. We're done. That's it. Don't care. Yeah. You know what? If coronavirus is going to kill me, I'd rather die to coronavirus and live like this. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to be what group is bigger? I'd rather live in fear of coronavirus. I'd rather die from it if I get to live my life. What group's bigger? Whoever's the bigger group is, they're going to start dictating the direction the country goes in. The beginning, it started off people, more people, I don't say living in fear, but are just saying, I don't want to get sick. I'm going to stay home. Yeah. But I think those numbers are dwindling. The ranks are dwindling. And the people joining the ranks of, don't care, I'm going to get in a plane and I'm going to fly to a to the Super Bowl next year and sit in a crowd with 100,000 people. I don't care. I'm going to live my life. That crowd's going to just keep growing, I think. I don't think it's going to start... Tra- now, mind you, if in the fall we do see, you know... 100,000 people dying in three months from coronavirus, well, then maybe we'd have to rein things in again and go, okay, maybe, but I don't know. I guess, again, I went long, but just to your point, I think that's the the breaking point. will be that don't care, I'm not listening, there's no longer any restrictions I'm going to allow to be imposed on me as it's going to happen. You know, I, I actually agree with you because... Uh, as I said earlier, though we're experiencing, quote, food shortages, I think everybody knows that's an artificial temporary thing that's caused by bad legislation, whereas the anxiety of not being able to do the things that you love and engage in the activities that bring your family together, bring your friends together, and make your 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 humanity uh, and your human experience actually real, okay, those getting taken from you, I actually think are are a harder loss on people in a civilized society that knows, okay, the Tyson plants will start making the beef again and this is just a temporary people shortage. People argue that is their life. Yeah. They say, what, what life it, am I preserving? I've given it up already. I no longer have the life it, I've exactly. to preserve. It goes straight to Maslow's hierarchy of needs here, okay? So I agree with you. I don't think there's months. I mean, we talk about Gavin Newsom saying, oh, it's not going to be until July and they're talking about whether or not kids are going to be able to even go back to having recess and 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 whether the desks are going to be placed six feet apart within social distancing. That will be absolute insanity. And by the way, I don't even think we'll make it to July. I don't think we even have weeks. I think we have days in American society 
before there's just a plain old, at least in Californian society, until there is just a plain old open secret revolt on all of these stay-at-home orders. But it's already happening. People are already just going out. They're, I, just, they're just not... But again, it's not, it's not going to be... There's these the videos, are the opening salvos. You know, I'm but, talking widespread. No, but it's already... Like, there's videos of the... I think the great example is this. There was the two big viral videos from a day or two ago. There was the okay. guy carrying around the guns in the, in, the, in, the, in the LARP gear outside of city halls demanding we reopen... Yeah. Right, but that that was the minority. You know, what most people were. There's a picture of the parks in New York of just regular people yeah. in regular spring clothes, packed. Because the, the the thing is, people like being around each other. I don't go to Dodger games because I have to watch them at Dodger Stadium. I like going to the building and being around the people. That's what human beings. It, it is. It just, but it's just fascinating that, that we are seeing some people. And again, I think it's because that's their their job is to say, well, in order to prevent pandemics, technically nobody should ever contact anyone ever. We technically yeah. just live in pods. And that way, no one ever gets sick. It's like okay, yeah. but and then you you walk it out further. Okay, we can't live in pods, right? But there is like never handshaking again, dude. We we shook hands after. Well, not we as an Americans, but there's been major pandemics. I mean, the Spanish flu was big. The plague was big. And it never stopped the gathering of humans. We keep doing it. There's places where people kept getting sick and dying gathering and did it anyway. I mean, it's almost like a human need to, to gather with each other. And I definitely think that's what's going to happen. But again, I don't think it's going to be so much like they demonstrate it's just going to be people having backyard barbecues just don't care hey yeah. it'll be a kind of thing too where it's like you just invite people hey i'm having a barbecue you want to come and it won't even be a discussion people will just be like you know what i'm done with sitting inside yeah i'll come it's not going to be some like big anti-corona barbecue hey we're gonna barbecue it would just be people saying like i'm bored and i want to get out of the house and invite people over and people will say yeah. i agree hey i don't think they're sick we're not going to get sick whatever let's just go it's it's going to be a lot more i think just general and just kind of like well, it doesn't, again, it's also going to be a thousand percent dictated by right now. We seem to be going through a point where nationally, as far as where you live regionally in this country, odds are coronavirus is not hitting where you live very hard. That's something else to keep in mind. Yeah. Odds are where you live in this country, unless it's New York City. Oh, I think it, I think Georgia, but unless you're in a couple hot spots. Well, that county in really, California. Yeah. Like, I think the one that opened. Yeah. You're really not. You're, you're not living the same experience somebody yeah. in New York City is. And I think it's one of the things that's tough with America. It's one thing we're trying to compare America to any state on anything ever. It doesn't make any sense. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, if you're living in the middle of New York City right now, but even then, people in New York City are just getting up and going to the park. But yeah. if you're living in the middle of it where the most deaths are, I could see maybe being like, eh, I'll stay in. I have to admit, they say there's a lot of deaths in LA County. LA County, people are just out and moving around. They don't yeah. care. The last, I mean, I don't remember the last time I was on the roads out here and they looked abandoned. I mean, every now and then you yeah. get like the freeways downtown, I guess. But dude, if you're out on surface streets or people are, there's people just wandering. Everybody's around. walking their dog like oh crazy. My God. I, think, yeah. I think the Best Buy is still open. People are still waiting in line to go into the Best Buy. I mean, uh -huh. there's no real sense that people feel like they need to hide anymore. I think that's the big thing is the line between do I need to hide inside or not? What what side what side are we on? And again, it depends on kind of what month it is, right, with the cycle, but then yeah. also where you live. I think the natural hierarchy has been reached. I know you hate it when I say that uh, word, the natural hierarchy, but I feel like uh, our society's natural limitation of, okay, we're going to cooperate with a lockdown has been reached. And I think we've realized it's four weeks at most. I, four I, weeks at most. It depends on Two the Two weeks of hard, 
four weeks of yeah. soft. But there's people that are fighting. I think you have both groups still, though. You have people that will fight for their right to shelter in place. Yeah. And then you'll have people that will show up. And, and I do want to, I don't want to, there's that, that kind of viral story of a Dollar Tree security guard getting shot. It, yeah. It, it, other stuff going on. He was still definitely the victim. It was terrible what happened to him, but yeah. it seemed more like he ended. He just he got into a confrontation with the wrong trashy people, and they yeah. did what they do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. still terrible to see. But the larger point is, people aren't actually out there killing people, asking them to wear masks. That was two people. That guy got killed. People would have killed him for saying anything. It seemed like, but yeah, we are. There are a group of people that are like, no, stop it. Stop telling me I have to wear a mask. Stop telling me I have to do this. They exist, but there's also people on the other end who are like calling the police on people for being outside. I mean, like what? Where's the middle ground? And that's where I think 95% of people are, which is the, yeah. eh, I mean, like, it's but it's also kind of the, just that thing, I, I think all humans do it, but Americans especially, the sense of like, yeah, there's a pandemic going on, but yeah, pretty smart. I'm not, I know yeah. myself, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not some I'm idiot. confident. Yeah, I'm not some, <laughs> not some moron who's going to get myself sick. I can go outside. And the problem is everyone feels that way. Well, that's our heritage of the wild, people. wild west. Yeah, no. But that's the pioneer spirit. So you may, but I just, there's that Americanness too, where people are just kind of like, well, I can go to the beach and not get sick. I'm not, I'm not an idiot or anything. So people are just going, but I just think it's regional. I think there is parts people are saying, I'm done with this. I'm just going outside. But there's also places people feel the need to shelter in place more. Yeah. Again, though, I, I do. I, I just the bigger problem is, man, wouldn't it have been great if we weren't if we didn't have four years being bombarded to the point where nobody trusted the government or the media at all anymore when this pandemic started? That's the other problem. Nobody. Yeah. The other thing, the other thing to keep in mind, too, at a certain point, people stop listening because they're just done being lied to. They're just like, dude, every you keep telling me. I remember when the CDC was like, don't wear masks outside. And then they're like, yeah. well, we changed their mind. Like there's people are eventually going to be like, look, man, I'm done. I got, I got one guy telling me I can't shake anyone's hand anymore. I got these people telling me we're going to reopen the state on Friday. I got these people telling me we'll never reopen the state. I have people telling me life will never be the same. People telling me that food... like at It's a the new point, Y2K. We've had too yeah, many of these. But people just stop listening. And they're just like, dude, yeah. I don't care anymore. I don't trust the government. I don't trust the media. I don't trust any of you people. I'm just going to trust what I see around me. And yeah. and then again, then you fall into people just saying, I'm just going to go outside. Yeah. So anyway... um. I, I agree with you. I think the natural hierarchy has been reached. I don't think there's another week of this. I think if there's another week of this by next weekend, and especially if the weather is the way it is, there's just going to be widespread protest to such a point that all of a sudden these these the, the, the power orgasm of these leaders is going to be over. And I, I, really, I, I really just think a reality is going to set in that a lot of people... Uh, weren't expecting because honestly they live such a spoiled existence a lot of these leaders um i think are very weak because they don't remember when there actually were shortages of food when there actually were problems with um you know grave implications and so on and so forth and that's not to say that a person dying isn't uh of grave implication but i mean we do these calculations every single day we allow there to be a 65 mile per hour speed limit knowing that there's going to be 5,000 car crashes that day Across the United States of America. Well, but again, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? Apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. Fine. You can say it's apples and oranges. The, but car, the, day, the car crash is not contagious. The contagious... We're not... We're, to be frank, it sounds a little callous. The fact that coronavirus kills you isn't that concerning to people. 
Because guess what? There's tons of things that kill you. The fact that's concerning is it's highly contagious. Like, like getting getting sick and dying is a natural part of living that we're all kind of comfortable with. But getting everyone around you sick and killing them as well, we're not. And that's just where the... Yeah, but that's, th- the, that's the same calculus that a father does when he's driving his uh, his wife and his kids on a family road trip. The yep. idea that he could kill the whole family but, by making one error okay, himself. But, th- but then it doesn't come back and kill your parents. And then your parents don't get their, 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 their caretaker sick. Like, the car crash doesn't just start killing generations all across the place. Like, the car crash is a is a incident the problem with a virus that spreads is it's not your family what if you you give it to the guy behind your line at the bank and then that guy gives it to his parents and his parents give people in the elderly home and they give it to someone else who takes it home and gives it to their kids like that's the concern is that it spreads again death is a natural part of life things that kill us gotta be honest we are kind of comfortable with like yeah you can just drown in a pool you can just drown at the beach yeah. Yeah, we live with that. That's okay. But the thing is, the pool's not gonna chase me inside and drown my wife when she's sleeping. You know what I mean? That's not what the pool's gonna do. It's not gonna it's not gonna spread. It's it's the fact that it's contagious that worries people, yeah. not the fact that it's deadly. The lethality, everything's lethal. Not everything's contagious. So that's it's a it, it, it's a loose analogy, but nevertheless, I think it's one that's one that works. It's a very poor analogy. Uh, okay, I think it's actually a, an, an amazing analogy. We'll have to agree to disagree on the quality of this analogy. But. Man, dude, that's. <laughs> That ain't it. <laughs> okay, so either way, um, let me know in the comments if you think the analogy was good. Um, also, we'd love to hear what it's like in your municipalities, um, where you live, in your states, and even in your cities, because it's a very interesting thing. And and I think a dangerous precedent was set by this whole sanctuary cities movement 10 years ago. I said, look, this is literally circumventing the rule of law. There's a good part in which local municipalities are, you know, just saying, hey, our local culture trumps the federal culture, but there's a bad part because this is seeding a precedent for chaos. And um, now all of a sudden you've got cities that saying we aren't going to enforce gun control laws. We're we're a sanctuary city uh, from from gun control laws. Now Why? people, I think you're going to say we're a sanctuary city from lockdowns from uh, coronavirus. Why isn't there a sanctuary city from federal income tax? Dude, I'm down with that, man. If that's a federal law. Why isn't there a sanctuary from that? I am down with that. Well, because the thing is that the um, the reason why is because the why the reason why that's different is because an illegal immigrant would have to get reported to the federal body ICE by local law enforcement, whereas a person in violation of federal income tax wouldn't have to get reported by a state official. There's an actual enforcement body from the Fed directly to the citizen. So the Fed would start sending its own men in uniforms with guns. Yeah. It's like, I guess you're right. Most, you're most right. cities probably already sanctuary because federal income tax. Like, don't yeah. care, man. <laughs> you don't pay it. We're not going to stop you, but they will. Yeah, exactly. It's the enforcement mechanism that's different in immigration than in 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 tax collection. So anyway, let us know in the comments below what it's like where you live, what you guys think. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.